Amen. Praise the Lord. Good morning to you and your household this morning. What a privilege to be back again into your space to share a few words with you this morning. It's been amazing, amazing, amazing. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your time and the opportunity you have given unto myself and the Holy Spirit. Or rather, the opportunity you have given unto the Holy Spirit and myself to reach out and share these words of life with you. We've had testimonies of God's goodness and we give all the glory unto God. This morning I want to share with you on the on increase or developing multidimensional stature. That's what the Lord taught me. Abraham, a man of multi-dimensional stature. And we are sons and daughters of Abraham. So that implies that God expects us to grow, to develop capacity for the child Jesus increased in stature, increased in wisdom, first of all, then in stature and in favor before God and before man. We've been looking at increase in stature increase in stature and it's been wonderful but this morning the lord wants us to take it a step further so let's look at the life of abraham our father for the bible talks of abraham in isaiah chapter 51 verse 2 he says look unto abraham your father and unto sarah your mother who bore thee for I called him alone, and I increased him. So the Lord increased him in wisdom and increased Abraham in stature. stature. And Abraham was a man, such a unique, wonderful man of God. He was a man of multidimensional stature. He was not only a man of spiritual stature. But he had built supernatural strength and stature in various capacities. And that's the reality. A man of true spiritual stature has capacity to develop strength, to develop maturity, status in other areas of life. Do you know that Abraham was a man of solid military might? He had Built, he had increased in the stature of defense, spiritually and physically. He had trained 318 men and recruited them into his special forces. So imagine a single man with boys burned in his house, trained in his house, Putting the army of a country to flight. Let's read Genesis chapter 14. Genesis chapter 14, verse 8 to 16. Quite a long read, but please come with me. And the king of Sodom, the king of Gomorrah, the king of Adma, the king of Zebulim, and the king of Bela, that is Zoar, went out and joined together in battle in the valley of Sidim against Chedolahomar, king of Elam, Tidal, king of nations, Amraphel, king of Shinar, and Arioch, king of Eleazar. Four kings against five. 
verse 10, Now the valley of Sidim was full of asphalt pits, and the kings of Sodom and Gomorrah fled. Some fell there, and the remainder fled to the mountains. Then they took all the goods of Sodom and Gomorrah, and all their provisions, and went their way. Verse 12, They also took Lot, Abraham's brother's son, who dwelt in Sodom, and his goods, and departed. Verse 13, The one who had escaped came and told Abraham the Hebrew, for he dwelt by the terebinth trees of Mamre the Amorite, brother of Eshcol and brother of Anna, and they were allies with Abraham. Now when Abraham heard that his brother was taken captive, he harmed his 318 trained servants who were born in his house and went in pursuit as far as Dan. Goodness, Abraham was a man of war. He had weapons. I'm not asking us to go and buy weapons and store, but I'm just telling you that Abraham, in fact, I'm sure he saw himself like a country. He was a man of stature. Everyone that was born in his house, he trained them to become warriors. Not only were they just warriors, he had ammunition to arm them. So Abraham was a sovereign nation. So when God said, I will make you father of many nations, father of nations, Abraham did not only stop at the realms of, oh, hallelujah, praise the Lord, I'm a father of many nations, and was walking around with the prophetic words. Abraham knew that at some point in his life, he would be responsible for the deliverance and the freedom of nations. Kings will come to the brightness of his rising, and he knew that, and he prepared himself. He developed capacity and stature in the realms of the spirit. He trained men born in his house and armed them when there was problem. The Bible says he went in pursuit as far as Dan. So he was, this is, this is, this, look, listen, this is the interesting part. Abraham was not even prepared for this battle, but he was battle ready. He was battle ready. He was not going to look for problems or look for troubles or go to fight or go to abuse people, but he was battle ready. As a child of God, it is part of capacity in the spirit to be battle ready, both physically and spiritually. Expect that at any point in time, there will be a signal, a signal of the Spirit that may call for your intervention and call you to help. If you are indeed the father of nations, you should be able to rise to the help of nations. When I'm talking about arm yourself, I'm not saying go and buy guns and buy weapons. I'm saying put on the old armor of God. Ephesians chapter 6, put on the old armor of God that you may be able to do what? 
be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Satan will not give you notice before he strikes. But listen to me. When he strikes, he meets a man that is battle ready. He meets a woman of stature. When the devil strikes, strikes your neighbor, strikes a family member, strikes a relative, the devil will meet a man, will meet a woman that is battle ready. Oh yes, a few days ago I was driving. Driving back home from the church from a prayer meeting, and one of my younger ones called me and said, Hey, my mom is in the hospital, and her mom is a mom to me, someone who was there when I was a child, like our mother. And she said, My mom is in the hospital, and they told me she cannot walk. She cannot walk. They have to carry her around. She was a bit apprehensive. She was tense. She had called me several times. I could not pick because I was in a meeting. Then I called her back. When I called her, I was using my hands free and I was driving. And I said, hey, kid sister, what's going on? She said, look at the state of mom. Look at what's going on with her. I, 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 I feel, I said, hey, don't worry, don't worry. We must be battle ready. Hallelujah. So we declared, we agreed together. And I said, in the name of Jesus, who died and rose again, by this time tomorrow, she's walking and standing in the name of Jesus. By the time I got up in the morning, she sent me a message. She said, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. They called and they told me that mom is standing on her own. Hello, people of God. God is able to do what he says he will do. So if God has given you a word and has called you the father of nations and has called you the mother of nations, what are you doing to prepare yourself? You must develop stature. You must develop capacity in that realm. If God has called you a global evangelist, one who will cast out demons, if the Lord has called you to your neighborhood, if the Lord has called you to your family, if the Lord has called you to a very strong ministry or whatever ministry the Lord has called you to, ministry of help, ministry of care, ministry of intercession, ministry of evangelism, whatever it is, Prepare yourself and develop stature in the spirit. The Lord told Abraham, you shall be father of many nations. Abraham had only 318 men. He trained them and got weapons for them and made them battle ready. Special forces so strong that even in the place of an emergency, they were on red alert. Verse 15. Oh, I am so, so blessed by the life of, of Pa Abraham. He divided his forces against them by night. Can you say that? And he and his servant attacked them and pursued them as far as Hoba, which is north of Damascus. So he brought back all the goods. Hallelujah. He brought back what? All the goods and also brought back his brother Lot and his goods as well as the women and the people. 318 men pursued a, a collaboration of, of, of nations, chased them, and recovered Sodom and Gomorrah and his brother and their goods. Do you know that Abraham had no pre-knowledge of the war? It was not as if he had time to plan, he had time to pray, he had time to seek the Lord. He, had, he was on standby Red alert. Someone just ran to him to inform him of the fact that his nephew had been taken captive. It wasn't planned. It was not a planned battle. And there was an immediate overwhelming response from Abraham 
and his Abrahamic forces. Ha ha! A few other areas where Abraham had developed stature. Let's just continue. But I'm challenging you this morning if you are indeed the son and daughter of Abraham. Grow stature, develop stature, increase in stature, increase in stature. Stop crying. Every day you cry, every day you cry, every day you cry. Somebody's making you cry, somebody's frustrating you, somebody's breaking you. And the Lord has given you prophetic words that you are father of nations. Come on, prepare yourself, increase in stature, prepare yourself. Number two, Abraham built stature in planning and strategy development and implementation. Abraham divided his 318 men into three divisions. Can you imagine? 318 men, only 318 men into three groups, three divisions and attacked from three fronts at night. He didn't do it in the day. He waited at night. He was leading. He was a commander of the army. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Strategy, planning, implementation. Only 318 men. I mean, guys, we have churches that have over 100,000 members. And yet, the government of that nation has no regard for the church. Abraham had 318 men. 318 men. And yet had strategic plans, implemented them, and defeated kings of nations. The enemy fled and Abraham recovered his nephew Lot and redeemed the nation of Sodom from destruction and captivity. He brought back the women. He brought back the children. He brought back their goods. Is it not possible for God to raise for us a people under the Abrahamic covenant who by reason of their stature in the place of, 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 of prayer, by reason of their stature in planning, in strategy, in implementation, they will recover the economy of the nation. They will redeem our children and our men and our women and our children and our goods and our my God, it's possible. It's possible. It's possible. But we must increase in stature. Finally this morning, another area of increase in stature in the life of Abraham I want to call your attention to is in the area of integrity and credibility. Integrity and credibility. Genesis 14 from verse 21. Genesis 14, verse 21 to 23. Now the king of Sodom said to Abraham, Give me the persons and take the goods for yourself. But Abraham said to the king of Sodom, I have raised my hands to the Lord, God most high, the possessor of heaven and earth, that I will take nothing from a thread to a sandal strap and that I will not take anything that is yours lest you should say I have made Abraham rich. Goodness, integrity and credibility, stature. Abraham refused the offer from the king of Sodom. He refused it vehemently, 
clearly. The encounter with Melchizedek, king of Salem, in verse 18 of the same chapter, had increased the stature of his integrity and spiritual credibility. He had lifted up his hand to the Lord as a sign of surrender. There was no hidden ambition, no agenda. Hands raised to the Lord in integrity cannot be corrupted and spoiled with the offers and proposal of Sodom. Dearly beloved, may I remind you quickly, may I remind you quickly, that spiritual encounters increases your stature in integrity and credibility and your capacity to say no to the offer of Sodom. Yes, your capacity is enlarged when you have an encounter with the Lord. If you are in government, you are in politics, you are in a sensitive position where resources are given to you, you are a pastor, you have been trusted as a father, as whosoever. Without an encounter with the Lord, you will compromise. What will sustain you and will make you say no to the offer of the enemy, to the corruption of the devil, to the, to the, to the wickedness of sin is the encounter that you have with the Lord. Abraham declined the offer without regret and walked away victoriously from the temptation. Even as a single man, you are in a relationship and there is such a temptation to compromise your moral purity, your integrity, your credibility. Ah, sin, fornication, adultery. It compromises your spiritual integrity. It compromises your spiritual credibility. How many mighty men are falling, including Samson? What will sustain you is the encounters you have had with the Lord. Every encounter with God impacts into you new strength. I have lifted up my hand. I have surrendered to God. I do not need anything. Hands lifted up to God cannot come down to collect the things offered by idols, offered by the devil. In a crooked and perverse world, we need men and women of stature. Stature in credibility and integrity. Oh yes, I want to say to you, there is a serious shortage of such people in our world, in our church, in our government, in our homes today. We seem to have shortage of men who will never trade souls for goods on our altar. Men who understand that there is no profit in the transaction that demands the soul as an exchange for goods and gains of the world. We need men. We need women. We need young men, young women who have built stature in the spirit. Men and women who have raised their hands in absolute surrender to the king of kings. They will say to Potiphar's wife, how can I do this thing and sin against God? How can I? Spiritual encounter places a demand of absolute surrender that cannot be compromised by any demon, any person, any place or anything. Yes, if I perish, 
I perish. There are things and certain opportunities that you should pray not to be exposed to until you have matured and developed stature in credibility and integrity. Oh yes, oh yes. A prophet of God gathered all Israel together and put his life, he put his life before them for public scrutiny. Put his life before them for public scrutiny. Samuel queried the whole inhabitant of Israel in 1 Samuel chapter 12, verse 3 to 5, saying, Behold, here I am, witness against me before the Lord and before his anointed. Whose ox have I taken? Or whose donkey have I taken? Or whom have I defrauded? Whom have I oppressed? Or of whose hand have I received any bribe to blind my eyes therewith? And I will restore it to you. And they said, the whole of Israel responded. And they said, Thou hast not defrauded us, nor oppressed us, neither hast thou taken off of any man's hand. And he said unto them, The Lord is witness against you, and his anointed is witness this day, that ye have not found off in my hand. And they answered, He is witness. Not an ox. Not a donkey could be traced to Samuel's courtyard. Not one. Not a cent received from bribe and corruption could be traced into his bank account. He was a man of integrity, a man of credibility. He had stature in the spirit like Abraham, his father. There are prophets, there are prophets who had stature in prophetic accuracy, but came too short in matters of integrity and credibility. Balaam, Balaam was a prophet of stature. Kings of nations would line up before his house, line up and, and plead with him to Cast their enemies before they go to battles with them. His words were strong. He was called a prophet. They valued him. They revered him. They, they respected him. But his greed and covetousness brought him low. His desire for earthly goods and possessions in exchange for his soul would make him risk his life, decrease in stature to the extent that his donkey, his own donkey, would operate at a higher spiritual intelligence. His sights were blinded by greed and covetousness, and his donkey became more prophetic and visionary in an instant. Numbers chapter 22, verse 27 to 28 tells us that when the donkey of Balaam saw the angel of the Lord, she lay down under Balaam, and he became furious and beat her with his staff. Then the Lord opened the donkey's mouth and she said to Balaam, What have I done to you that you have beaten me these three times? A man of high prophetic stature came lower in operation than a donkey because of the spirit of his spiritual, because of the state, because of the state of his spiritual integrity and credibility. He had lost weight in the spirit. He had lost credibility in the spirit. But for Abraham, the servant of the Most High God, he stood his ground and maintained his integrity and credibility. Dearly beloved, the intention of God is to raise men of capacity, men and women, young men of multi-dimensional 
increased stature. Psalm 78 verse 72 tells us, And David shepherded them with integrity of heart, with skillful hands he led them. Lord, Lord, I pray that we will be men, women of multidimensional increased stature, a people with might, spiritual might, physical might, by the power of the Holy Spirit, a people with integrity, with credibility, that will not exchange our soul, not the souls of others, for any earthly good or possession in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I commend you to God this morning and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among them that are sanctified. God bless you. Have a wonderful weekend, a beautiful weekend, a restful weekend, and a fiery one where you keep advancing in the strength of the Lord. Amen and amen. Yeah!